Hey there, fellow Slayer of Harm. This is Jordan from Harm Slayer. You're currently listening to a part one of a two-parter episode on house learners, aka homeschoolers. When we started recording this, we determined there's a lot to talk about, and instead of cutting off all that juicy, awesome detailing, we decided to split it into two episodes. So, you're, uh, I guess you're in the right place. And if you are on the next episode, come back to this one. Enjoy. Welcome to the Harm Slayer Podcast by Big Forest. I'm Jordan. I'm Chris. This week we're going to talk about our combined experiences as homeschoolers. Yes, we were both homeschooled. Um, all the way through, all the way through high school. So I got a, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you feel constantly socially awkward, like an outcast who has no idea how to interact with everyone else? <laughs> well, <laughs> if I do, I keep it to myself and no one can tell. <laughs> I love that's that classic line we get. The answer is no. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. No, I do not feel that way, Christopher. Do you know what I hate? What? I hate when someone finds out that I'm a that I was homeschooled and they go, Oh yeah, I could totally tell. I'm like, Oh really? Oh is that could why you? you that why you asked me which which high school I went to? Yeah. That's- Classic question here in St. Louis. Well watch which high school did you go to? If you knew I was homeschooled, was that a rhetorical question? I don't think so. You didn't seem like you were uh, entrapping me and <laughs> Yeah. So what you're getting at here is <laughs> that uh the constant um stereotype with homeschooled kids yes is that they are very sheltered yes and don't know what real life is like yep whatever the heck that is yep so maybe i don't <laughs> the <laughs> they don't know what the government colored picture of what existence yeah. is meant to be They're like they don't know what the outside world is like well the answer is there are there are a few like a few of those and we know some of them are new. Yeah, some of them that's right. in homeschooling. But there's awkward public schooled kids, too. And right. I'm just going to make the distinction right now that we used to make all the time. There are homeschoolers mm-hmm. and homeschooled kids. Yes. The distinction being the homeschoolers are the ones that are, for lack of a better term, in it to win it. Like <laughs> they have no they don't really have a social life. They are sheltered in their four walls by their parents, by whoever their legal guardians are. Yes. They do nothing but study and do work. And they're very, very smart, but yes. don't know how to interact with other people their age, but maybe can interact with people older than themselves because they only ever interact with their parents. Yeah. The homeschooled kids is more where you and I fall in. Yes. And some of our friends and pretty much all of our, pretty much all, all, of our well, all of our homeschooled friends sure. where we were fortunately because of our parents and their decisions were put into many extracurricular public things such as mm-hmm. Boy Scouts. Oh, it's a good point. Where, you know, the large percentage of my friends there, of our friends there were public schooled, And then also choir and, uh, Op, you know, different options for sports to play and stuff like that. Plus public taught classes, which we'll get into in a little bit. But right. that's the main distinction is the homeschoolers and the homeschooled kids. One you is know? socialized and one is not. Yeah. One has been like, I don't know what the word appropriated into society appropriated. and one has not integrated. And just like you were, you were just kind of making fun of this a little like a second ago. Um, people could never tell that you or I were homeschooled until no. we told them maybe sometimes. Yeah, there but, might be like instances like. Yeah, but, but if anything, they'd be like, you know, I know that you're homeschooled and I can tell because maybe you don't get this one pop culture reference, which was rare for us. Yeah. But they'd be like, but otherwise, like, you're pretty cool. You're pretty right. cool, man. <laughs> you're pre- or my favorite. You're pretty normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? That's a good one. <laughs> Glad I'm normal. You're pretty which, normal for I a mean, you public know, schooler. That was something neither of us were really ever concerned with, but I no, do understand true. the concern. There is a difference and it comes from. Being sheltered versus not being sheltered. And I kind of want to rip the bandaid off and just kind of get into that. Like what you, you guy, like what is being sheltered to you and what is not being sheltered? Like if you look at like a kid and you're like, oh, that kid's being sheltered. Oh, that kid's being like, sheltered. Because I understand censorship and like protection, like protecting your kids from like 
watching rated R movies. Sure. But I wouldn't say that's being sheltered. I would say that's like waiting to an appropriate age to like it's introduce like a, certain adult themes. Yeah, maybe. it's a form of sheltering, but it, yeah. it seems more. It's like the true meaning of sheltering, yeah. like sheltering you from a storm or something. Right, like, oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, for me, I think it definitely comes down to exposure, like just cursory interpretation of when I think, oh, that person is sheltered. It's just like their language is heavily policed. And that's kind of like a SJW term, but you, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like their, their parents are really, they got a tight grip on everything and it's, mm. they're, they're really heavily gatekeeping what gets into their kid's life and what gets explored. And it ends up kind of most times pinning up all of this like repressed aggression and other, other bad things that just kind of build up. Yeah. So when I think sheltering, I think about like in our in our household, we called the rear end the butt. But a lot of kids. Oh yeah, that's a good one. If I dropped the B word, then but <laughs> then I would they would like wrinkle B-U-T-T. their nose and like squint like amp. That's a that's a naughty word. I'm like ugh. ugh. Stop. I think stop. naughty is a naughty word. I oh, I know. It, <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it's that's a good layers. example. So. You know, in a way, we were each sh- like parts of us were sheltered. Uh-huh. Me less, I think. I'm just going to come out and say it. I you think, were less sheltered. I think than I was me. less sheltered than the layer kids. I, I have no idea if that's better or worse. I'm not going <laughs> to not going to say one way or the other, but like because I don't know. <laughs> there weren't a lot of shows I wasn't allowed to watch kids shows, but there were certain kids shows you weren't even allowed to watch. That's true. Like, have I mentioned that on this show? I don't know. Maybe we might have talked about that before. There wasn't a terrible amount that we couldn't watch, but basically there was a rule in our household. If my dad thought it was stupid, we couldn't watch it. Yeah, I think you might have said that before on here. Yeah, that's, it feels familiar but that I've see, talked like, about it. But that, I guess that's not exactly the same. An, an example would be like Harry Potter is a perfect example. Oh, there example. we go. This is a, this uh, is actually, a perfect you weren't ex- allowed. You're right. You? you weren't I allowed felt- to read the books because this is before the movies came out. Or watch the movies either. But like once movies started coming out, you weren't allowed. My, my, family embraced Harry Potter. They were like, it's cool. Yeah. Like my parents were like, this, this is awesome. Maybe if they thought it was stupid, then we wouldn't be allowed to watch it or listen to it. I mean, read it, but right. it wouldn't be like a, you can't read Harry Potter. They just wouldn't bring it up. And if one of us got into it, then they'd be like, whatever. I think it's dumb. But if you want to get into it, it's fine. You know, get into Harry Potter, like whatever. But like, you know, we had the books from day one. There was the Sorcerer's Stone through, Prisoner of Azkaban was like, those were like regular books on our shelves since hmm. I was a child. And I tried to read the first one several times, but I didn't really get it until I was a little older and was like, oh, this is good. Hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. a good example because a lot of homeschoolers that I know and homeschooled kids, <laughs> if we're going to continue with that <laughs> distinction, did oh. not, were not, Harry Potter was a sore subject that you just, we just kind of learned. Remember, like we just kind of yes. learned not to bring it up. Yes. At like group events because we were kind of the edgy. We had no for the listener. We had no idea this was us, but we have been told by multiple people, maybe some people listening to this, that apparently you and I, you ready for this? We're a part of the cool kid crowd. I've been told that I've been told that we were, quote unquote, popular and news to me (laughs) from the bottom of my heart and our hearts. Everyone who thought we were cool. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for thinking we were cool. We thought most of y'all were cool too. Right. We didn't <laughs> the ones we didn't we think were, were cool either A, we didn't know you, or B, <laughs> most of everyone else also didn't think you were cool. And you know who you are. Oh no. I don't have, any, you, I don't have anyone in mind <laughs> in particular. This I is like you sound like inadvertently act like you're just talking about me. You know who you we're are. We're talking about Chris. <laughs> It's not cool. Here's confession time for me. I always kind of felt like I was playing catch up to be cool all through high school. Really? I always thought I was like, like, I didn't really have an opinion on you. You were just like my, you know, we were each other's accomplice. I don't really know. Right. But like, I was like, I always thought like, I'm just that guy that hangs out with the cool kids. Uh, But isn't really one of them. I might be completely right about this, actually. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know somebody listening to this might who knows me from high school might be like yeah that is you know jordan you were right on the line right. i felt like i was right on the line all the time a little bit on the not cool side 
Because I don't know. But I guess I, I've, I've made some lifelong friends. True. You know, you're not one of them. No. But clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. And clearly I was not sheltered in the sense that we're thinking because I made no. these friends and have these friends. Right. And uh, several of them who I'm still friends with were public schooled. So that went right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I never really felt cool. I always felt like I was in like the dork crowd. And I Yeah, me too. And we we both leaned full tilt into being dorks. And I think because mm-hmm. we did that and didn't care about certain brands or trends or whatever, mm-hmm. just kind of marched yeah. the beat of our own drum. That kind of inadvertently sent signals to our peers around us who yeah. we were trying to lead. People just happened to be attracted to the fact that we weren't ascribing. And I it's really hard to discuss this discuss this without sounding prideful because I did, yeah. I honestly did yeah. not think it's we were really we're trying to be as genuine as we can here. Yeah. Like, yes, we lean into being dorks and weird. Right. I don't want to give us too much credit in no. saying that, like, oh, we made this decision. It's more like we just didn't own any brands or anything that made us would make someone from the early 2000s seem cool. Yeah. Like we because wore our parents. Downs. Yeah. I wore all my brother's clothes and mm-hmm. my uncle's clothes. I did have a very cool uncle, though. <laughs> lot of American Eagle. Yeah. A lot of American Eagle and, and Tommy Hilfiger. But uh they were still hand me downs. And I didn't wear them a lot in public. I wore like I wore like plaid shirts. Same. Or like like that, I guess, made me cool. Or graphic or I, graphic tees. Yeah, or like not even. I don't know. I look back now at my style, I'm like, I don't I look like a dweeb. I just look like somebody oh, yeah. who just didn't because I, I didn't care. I still don't really care. I, I do have the opinion that I looked like a dweeb, but I don't really <laughs> care. Well, there were definitely cool kids. Like, I mean, like, yes. objectively recognized people who were Absolutely. Like, like, wow, they wear all the nice brands. Um, They've got that cool yeah. guy. Yeah, they got like that. Yeah. I almost said Jimmy Dean, James Dean. <laughs> they got that Jimmy Dean attitude. We call him Jimmy. <laughs> they got that, that sausage <laughs> attitude. Uh, they had the James Dean kind of cool guy. Yeah. Leaning against Remember the John Hancock? Exactly. I was a. Yep. Describing John Hancock. He was cool. <laughs> he was objectively, he drove a yeah, motorcycle. He did. He was gorgeous. Probably still is. I he was seen studly him. to the max. He and was he was very aloof. Kind of, Which was like very James cool. Dean. Yeah. Peter Stark was cool too. He's younger brother. He's still cool. Wait, Peter Stark? Ah, wait, no. Well, Peter Stark Peter is Hancock. actually. <laughs> Peter Stark, if you're listening to this, you are also a gorgeous human being. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is heterosexual. These are people who we looked at and were like, oh cool dude right <laughs> or and we're like even, us, even rob varwig <laughs> yeah now he's now my brother-in-law <laughs> yeah and and a police officer which does make him cool but like he was definitely part of the cool crowd Absolutely. but if i look back he was hanging out with us right all the time but and we I, with him yeah i felt like what you described i was always like i'm in proximity to the cool guy that i wasn't just one me. of the you cool felt like that too? yeah i was like i'm not one of the i cool legitimately guys. didn't know that i'm just near the cool guys yeah so maybe <laughs> that will help my stat. I didn't really think about it, if it helped my status yeah. or not. I just liked the cool guys because of who they were. You know, I was like, or I didn't. Or mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, you're kind of shallow. I feel, <laughs> I'll tell you to try and get off of this train. I feel less cool now for sure. I don't know why. Yeah. I think we no, are me too. so, like, <laughs> Which, who we're knows what? getting a little older like we're still young Getting guys, clearly, older, but like, fatter. but like, yeah, we're fat now. We have wives, which automatically makes us not single and aloof and like cool. I know. And domestic. I love it. I know. It's I the love best. not worrying about this sort of thing anymore, which I never really did worry about. But I think to close that loop, I think just maybe the reason we didn't really care about being cool is because we were homeschooled. That was not so hmm. there were there were definitely clicks. Absolutely. There was like the art kids, the nerdy kids, the gothic crowd, you right, know, right. The like, you know, some druggies. <laughs> some, oh, yeah. Some like uh, there was the cool. There was the cool crowd, which I guess we were a part of. Or maybe we were just part of like the pop. There's like the cool guys, like the greasers. <laughs> but then there's like the, the popular crowd that are just like fun nice people to be around which is what we we were a part of which Mm -hmm. we did always make a point to not we didn't stand in circles we always stood in like a c shape you know right so anybody could walk up and join the circle i think people still felt intimidated but that was not intentional and we tried to 
We try to spend time with people. We actively try to like bring people into our circle. Yes, I remember. Like we would invite people over that we like just normally never saw just because of proximity. Because like we were friends in scouts, right? Our brothers were in scouts, and we also were in choir. And they'd be like, "Oh, remember so and so? Let's invite him or her over to like this movie night or whatever." Mm -hmm. We never hang out with them, but maybe they got nothing to do. Sometimes they say yes, and they had a great time. Sometimes they were like, "I." hanging out with my other friends we're like oh good you have other friends we like, invited <laughs> almost everybody that would like walk past like after choir yeah in that little courtyard 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 area we would invite just about any soul that walked past us to pizza boy or street. girl to pizza street pizza street ultimate <laughs> ultimate and then pizza street We'd yeah like, come over join the game and they're like no yeah. thanks ultimate like, well, frisbee pizza street and that's another oh when we had team captains and we oh would yeah pick Teams? Rob Barbick. <laughs> Hero. We would always pick people that never get picked. That's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I always made, I wasn't team captain very often. Me neither. Oh, I was never team um, captain. But I would always be like, like you person, you mm-hmm. person who like never plays. Because why not? Who cares? Yeah. Who doesn't want to be picked? Like who does right. like, I've been picked last a few times. And like, I think it was because it was like, you were a captain maybe. I'll and you'd be like, you. I'm going to pick Jordan last because he won't, his feelings won't be hurt. You right. know? Yeah. We, we almost like, relished, we almost relished being picked last. Remember, like whoever yeah. was picked last was usually like celebrating. Mm-hmm. That was a we great a thing that I, that I, don't, I don't think was, uh, is, is just not present in public school from, from what I've heard from my public school friends, you know, our public school friends, like there were certain things that were bad, like being picked last or like being a part of a certain cr- like crowd or crew or click. Crowd, crew, click. Crowd, crew, click. But that wasn't really an issue in our no. group. And I think that's a plus to being homeschooled. Yeah. Tell me tell me if this sentence sounds familiar. Want to join our game? And someone says no. And this could be like, ga- this could be cards, ERS, bluff. Yeah. BS. <laughs> yeah. Not bluff. <laughs> Kind of oh, the card game BS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had to call it bluff because had it to call was, it bluff. There was just active censorship going on, yeah, so like we, not talking about Harry Potter because yeah. you you didn't know whose parents were Can into that, whose who's parents weren't. Into you gotta that. lay low. Yeah, that was weird. So yeah, but um, so if someone turned us down to not join the game, then we say, okay, we're going to Pizza Street after. Meet us there. Oh man, you know it was. You bring back all kinds of to emotions. Pack out half <laughs> of the freaking little restaurant. We would pack they it out. They would know us, dude. Dennis, De- we knew the Dennis GM. Dennis the menace. We were. First he wasn't the GM pieces. when we started going there. No. He rose to the ranks. There's so many amazing buffalo pizzas you made for us, and allow us to buy Hawaiian you a pizza. pizza. We want. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure that's the first thing he wants is a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we'll even come to Pizza Street and make it for you. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Man, I used to go to Pizza Street. Man, that's such good memories. Every time I pass it, because yeah. I, I live by it now. Is it still open on Mid River? It's still open. Okay, because I was there kind of recently. Or not there, there, but I was in that plaza, mm. and it looked dark, man. Mm, wait a minute. Maybe it's... <laughs> Holy smoke. That was the best Pizza Street. I've been to many others. None of them came close because Dennis the Menace worked there. We would walk in. He'd point to me and you and be like, hey, Buffalo and Hawaiian coming up. And he would bring the pizza to our table. This is an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. But he would still, he would make the pizzas we like and bring it to us at our table. What a guy. Permanently closed. What? Well, where is he? Dennis! (laughs) All right. Dennis. In the future, at some point. Chris and I are going to go on a hunt to find Dennis. We're going to find you, Dennis. And we'll document it. We're going to track you down. We got to find him and tell him that he's amazing and give him honorary invites to our weddings. It's going to be a documentary called Finding Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) We're finding him. I can't even believe it. Finally closed. He was so kind to us. And we were a big, rowdy bunch. If tipping was a thing there, I, I wish we could have tipped him. Gosh. Darn. I wonder My if My soul is relocated. sad. The first place to, to look would be another pizza street. Because yeah. he, he had a career there. But I, I hope they gave him a good severance. Man. All right. Well, let's get off of that. That, really, that really broke my stinking heart. Jeez. Are there any alive? Oh, man. So let's get into... Uh, like the home life of of being homeschooled a little bit and we can kind of continue our sheltered discussion as we go with that okay 
What? <laughs> get off of there. <laughs> what was your... <laughs> get off the Pizza Street oh, website. I'll paint a little bit of a picture of what homeschooling was actually like for us structure-wise. And like what it... What it, like compared to what people probably think it is who don't know much about it. Because I, I still today, when I tell people that I was homeschooled, like even my coworkers, when I first started working there and explained to them like that I was homeschooled, they had tons of questions. Oh, yeah. People still have questions about it because that's just not it's we are in the minority. And I, I looked this up before the show. According to Wikipedia, 1.7 million students are homeschooled in the United States, which sounds like a lot. But seeing as that the population of the United States is like 370 million or something, mm-hmm. that's and you've got it up right there. That's 34,000 per state, which is like the population of a small city. St. Charles's yeah. population is is larger than that. I'm pretty sure. Like that's and like 34,000 is a little bit more than St. Peter's. So if everyone in just our tiny city in the entire state of Missouri was homeschooled, that would be the entire homeschooled population of the state. Oh, my gosh. St. Charles' population is 70,300. So that is a small amount, and it's gone way, way up. It's less than half of St. Charles. Yeah, that that's as of 2016. 2011 to 2012, the statistics show that it's it's been, it's gone way up. And oh, it's gone way up. It's gone way up. Um, and that's because... Like, I think it's just people have more awareness of it. And it is a lot better than it used to be. Legally, it was tough. It used to be tough, like in the 60s and 70s, or I think Mm -hmm. actually the 50s. Oh, there's a lot of red tape around it. Like you can't educate your home, your your kid at home because like you don't don't have a license for it. And like, who's going to prove that they actually learn this stuff behind closed doors, you know? And like, sure, I I get that because like public education was like a, a very institutionalized like institution (laughs) right nowadays it's there's much more leniency especially in the midwest it's like yes there has to be there is a curriculum you hear hear that everyone there is a curriculum that's right homeschooled there is there are checks and balances that you have to meet that you have to prove to the state chris and i both took the act Mm -hmm. a lot we sucked at it terrible scores were awful but i have my own opinions about that did you take a class on the act no i took two Really? And I still sucked. Like prepping you for it? Uh-huh. I I studied. I know some homeschoolers that did that. I did I did a lot of studying. I took the ACT probably four or five times and I got I got high enough to get in the Lindenwood, but Yeah, my best my best results. My best results came after joining a study group that included Isaac White and Ben Winfield and a few others. Elizabeth Porch and me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was that one. Yeah. But Ben there. Ben Winfield if you're listening out there, thank you. Because he like sat down because I struggled so hard. Like math, there was no hope for me. There was no hope. I, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm so right brained that math he, is like a foreign Yeah. Not a foreign I can do arithmetic. It yeah, arithmetic's like, fine. And like yeah. cursory algebra, sure, but yeah. But like he sat down hours and hours of explaining the science section and like how he gets through and how he looks at it and it was really? so different than the other books oh. like all the books were like and then he was like no i just think about like this shape needs to go there and it has to fill in this you know he was so different in his approach and it was it was great that's what my right. i saw right. my my Benjamin. score went up well thank you benjamin i know it was amazing. I don't know where you're at. Right, actually, I think you're somewhere in, in the ether. I think you're in Washington. Some kind of mountains. Is that right? He's in the mountains. Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> Every picture I see is. I think in the he mountains. works for Uber now. Uber? Oh, yeah. I think I he, but he works like in the corporate office or something. I did hear he's something about that. He's not a driver. That. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. That does sound familiar. Where he's you at? Po- he's always posting awesome pictures with like mountains. And yeah, stuff. he's always hiking. Yeah. Benjamin, you gorgeous son of a gun. Thanks yeah. for helping Chris out with the ACT. I didn't see any Shoot of that help. A message. So we'll buy you some pizza. So straight. thank you for helping Chris and screw you for not helping me. <laughs> uh, you were so helpful. Anyway, I don't uh, remember who helped me. Probably everyone. I'm probably, probably just discrediting everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Divine intervention. Yeah. Um, I ended up doing the best when I took it. By myself in a closed room at Lindenwood, a freezing cold room. At oh, Lindenwood. me too. Me too. That was that my, was my that was, highest score. Yeah, me too. Huh? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you did that. I did that. What was your score? 
20, we, 21. Oh, wow. You're just going to come out. All right. I yeah. wasn't sure if you're going to share. Yeah, that's it. 24. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took the out. There it is, everybody. Yeah, hey, look at us. That's what I got. 24 on the ACT. Standardized testing. Probably because I was homeschooled. Pretty sure the statistics no. are against us on that because homeschoolers notoriously get very high on the Yeah, ACT. everybody around us were yeah. crushing that test. Um. Anyway, so. Wait, how many times did you take the ACT? Four times, I think. I took it six. I got very low, very low. I don't even remember. Not worth even anything. <laughs> and then like 21, I think, and then 24. I got. Wow, nice. I. <clears throat> I uh, I think my first score, maybe I took it five times, not That's six. Not nice. What are you patronizing? <laughs> wow, twenty four. Compared to my pitiful record of like, I started out at like I think thirteen was my oh, first score. Oh man. Yeah, and then I just kept. <laughs> I just I don't that test, is man. Bad. I don't test I don't well. Either. Give me like a yeah. chance to write you a paper, and and I yeah. will. There's a podcast. That, is testing well or not testing well mean if you're smart or not? I, I don't I know. hate it, man. I I guess I'm not smart enough to know the answer what's to that, that question. Albert Einstein quote about if if you test a fish's ability on its Here like strength to climb a tree, it will live its entire life thinking it is dumb or something. It it's um, probably not even Albert Einstein. It's someone else. It's probably like Patrick Stewart, <laughs> <laughs> Professor X. Pro- Specifically a fictional he character. That's that. Gandalf. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey. Anyway. Gandalf's got some window. Wi- wi- he's, got he's got some got, windows and also some wisdom is what I meant to say. He's got some windows into wisdom. That man um, is full of Windex. Cut him open. Bleeds blue. He is brimming with Windex. Um, <laughs> standardized testing. We'll talk about that at some point. What was a day in the life of Christopher Lair? Oh, yeah. As a homeschooler in... Let's say just like the elementary school for like because high school, I know things start getting a little different and we'll definitely get into that next. But before high school, what was a typical day for you? Because I know it's different than a public schooler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What happened? Well, first, I wake up at noon in my PJs and watch cartoons. Wow. Really? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I guess your life was super easy as a homeschooler. That's what everyone's like. So you're just in your PJs all day? And yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. my life. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every day's a vacation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, it started, I would wake up. My mom, bless her, was an education major. Like, she had taught in elementary schools and so on and so, so forth. So was my mother. Yeah, yours too. We had it rough. <laughs> we did. So they were well, well-versed in how to proceed with oh yeah everything hooked on phonics Gosh. was a thing wordly wise We're, oh yeah yeah wordly wise yep. um schoolhouse rock anybody oh yeah man yeah school i know public schoolers and private schoolers schoolhouse cannot, rock on which let me just say something real quick tidbit i see <laughs> no difference in my mind between a public schooler and a private schooler oh yeah now, none this zero. is like basically this is like the level of arrogance on my part and ignorance of like <laughs> like if if you are a <clears throat> you're someone born in Japan versus China I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to tell the difference until I talked to you oh yeah this yeah. is my typical westernized american like I have no I usually cannot tell yeah lack of exposure I can tell the difference a little bit mm-hmm. between the language if you start speaking to me in chinese or japanese but I couldn't tell you the dialect, and I definitely couldn't tell you until you were like, "Oh, well, I'm from Hong Kong," or like, "I'm from Tokyo." You know, you know, like then I would know the difference. Right, and you're not being you're not being racist. You're just lack of exposure. Uh, maybe breeds. I am being racist. I don't know. <laughs> but my point is, as a homeschooled person, mm-hmm. I can't really tell the difference between a public schooler and a private schooler. I never could either. Because I think the difference between a homeschooler and a private schooler is so vast that I'm blinded by it. Hmm. You know? Are mm-hmm. you the same? Is that me? Is that just me? Or can you tell, like, oh, you were private schooled or you were public schooled? Like, maybe a little bit. Obviously, if you told me what school you went to, then I would know. But yeah, just just the way that you went through life and, like, you get up every day and you go to school. Right. Versus you get up every day. And you're you're you wake up in school, which is what being home. Yeah, wake is. up. Yeah. By the way, no snow days. Oh yeah, 
snowed in, can't get to school. Well, if you wake up in your classroom, you're yes, stuck. you can. You're trapped in school. In <laughs> you fact, can get to, yes. there's nowhere to go. <laughs> in fact, you're looking outside, looking at all the other kids playing in the snow while you're in school. <laughs> yeah, bingo. And that's not true for all the time. I'm sure my parents will listen to this at some point. I will be completely transparent. That was not the case every time it snowed. No, not every but they time. They did at least mention, like, you should probably get some school get some school work done mm-hmm. because you didn't yesterday <laughs> or something, you know, like you still need to get this much done. Right. And that would definitely happen. But they were nice enough to be like, okay, it's snowing outside. It's cool. Head out there and have fun. I know that was different in your house. <laughs> My mom was a little bit more strict with school. Yeah. Love sure. you, mom. I mean, you educated the crap out of us and thank you. <laughs> but, uh, you definitely had, didn't. there was definitely days where it was like, I cannot hang out with Chris until it's past a certain time because he's doing school. Whereas yeah. my parents would be yeah. like, whatever, you did extra yesterday. I'll, I'll give my mom this credit. She would say, if you can get a certain amount done, then you can go out. And you would think that's enough incentive for me to get things done. But my little mind was so just bebopping with excitement. I was like, I just want to be in the snow. Yeah. So I would get nothing done. Ergo, I would not get out in the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so if I would have just hunkered down. Would your siblings? Would Jacob and Abby be out oh, there? Oh, yeah. Like, they got there. They were fine. I, can, I was I the I totally problem. believe that. <laughs> I totally believe that. Yeah. They would get yeah. their stuff done and they go out and play. And sometimes, you know, my, my parents would have pity on me. Like, fine, go out. Go out and play. Yeah. If there was a, uh, if the same incentive was put forth in my household, which it wasn't in the same way, I'm convinced that. Brad would be out there having fun and maybe even Sarah and I would definitely not have gotten my stuff done. I would still be inside like playing with my Legos or something and be like, oh, probably should have been doing school. <laughs> oh, whoops. now I've used up my fun time. <laughs> fun time. Yeah, that was a thing mm-hmm. was there's fun time and their fun time, playtime, whatever, free time and their school time. Mm-hmm. And my parents are very task oriented. Same. So it wasn't like you need to do school for four hours Mm -hmm. straight and then you can be done. Because if I just did school for four hours straight, I'm doing air quotes right now, but only got like half a page of math problems done. Then it was a waste of four hours. And they'd be like, no. So they didn't do it time based. They were like, get this page done, this page done, and then read a chapter of this book for, you know, literature. And then you know, like give me an update on this like science thing you're doing or like, or sit down with me and we will, we will do a, whatever we'll do a, like we watch documentaries sometimes or be like, you know, like, you know, here's your right. subjects, uh-huh. get this much done, show me your work. I will grade it against like the teacher's book, which was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like my mom always had the teacher's book. And like, if you got them right, great. If you got them wrong, I'm not going to give you a grade. You're going to go back and do it again until you get them right. And if you have a problem with something, let's sit down and I'll show you how to get it correct because you will get an A like that. Ah. That was how my parents operated. Okay. And that I think is a plus for sure, because I I learned that way. I learned it's like you got these four problems wrong. Why do you think you got them wrong? Show me your work. Remember, show your work. Oh, gosh. I'd be doing it. And I do first. My my mom would let me do it again and fail again. And be like, all the way through, look at that, got the wrong answer again. Then the next question was, why do you think you got it wrong? Usually the answer was, I don't know. Well, maybe, here's a hint, maybe it has something to do with how you carried your one or didn't carry your one. You know, this is Mm -hmm. like young, young Jordan here. And be like, oh, right, because the thing you taught me that I kind of forgot, if you're like, okay, let me show you again, blah, 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 here you go, there's the answer. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't do it for me. She'd be like, do that, now do this. Look at that. You got your answer is 37. Hmm. Ta-da. Like, but now boom. you learned it. And I'd be like, okay. And then the next time it would come around, she'd be like, do another page. And she would like, show me. Here's this page of math problems to do. Look, there's some types here that you're probably going to have to carry the one like you struggled with last time. Remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, here's your page. Go to your room. Do it. Come back to me when you're done. And like, I would like learn, you know, I'd be like right. showing my mistakes right before my eyes. Which was a humbling thing, even for a kid. Kids right. can be humbled. Kids are smarter than you give them credit. It's Sometimes. True. Some, well, some kids are little monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably a little monster. But, like, you know, 
right. would be a, re- a repetitious mm-hmm. way for me to like. Did you guys cycle through subjects or did you just? I think it was different from grade to grade, actually. Really? I think it changed. Huh. I think the rubric changed when my younger brothers were born, who were both wheelchair bound and took up a lot of my parents' time. Mm-hmm. So they weren't able to sit down with me and Sarah and Brad as much. Well, Brad was Brad is four and a half years older than me. Right. So like by the time I was like getting near like sixth grade, he was like in high school taking public classes and stuff. And by the time I was like finishing up high school, he had been graduated for like three years, you know? Mm. So like really I can only go off of Sarah and I could definitely tell it was like Sarah's being taught differently than I was at that age, which is because she has a much different learning style than I do. Mm. And if she went to public school or private school for all I know, <laughs> uh, she would be given the same book, the same rubric and the same test. But she was not because my mom being a teacher of young education was like, huh, Jordan needs to be shown a couple times, maybe where he went wrong. And then he gets it. Sarah needs to work it out on her own and take and like take notes and make note cards and stuff. I have never a note cards person. Sarah is all the way. That's how she studied for tests. Yeah. So my mom would teach her differently than she taught me because she had that ability because it wasn't within her own four walls as long as we make the grade and then can prove it later in in public testing and and stuff like that. So that's like, I kind of hijacked you. (laughs) No, I got But that's like the, the difference between that is a major difference between public schooling and private. I mean, uh, homeschooling is that my mom was able to like cater it to us, but I definitely think like, I'm going to throw out arbitrary grades here. I think like fourth grade, it would be like, okay, like from the, whenever you get up, which is, you know, in the morning sometime for, it was usually pretty late compared to public schoolers in my family, but that just meant we worked later. So right. like, say I got up at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you know, I think nine was a, pretty common number which is late for your family i think (laughs) from nine to four you know you're going to do school and we're going to do english you're going to read a chapter in this this history book Uh uh-huh you know and then you're going to write something about what you learned from the history you know give me a synopsis which means you're going to have to read through it because i didn't have a smartphone or an access to any computer then you're going to do math complete these four pages, whatever, or get as far as you can between this page and this page, whatever you don't get done, you're doing tomorrow, which was always an incentive. Uh, Cause if I could get all of it done, I wouldn't have math at all the next day. Whoa. And like, cause my mom had these benchmarks that were instituted ahead. by the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like, and eh, this is what I'm feeling today. A little bit. It was. And like, it was great. She had the freedom to do that, but it was a little bit. It was also like, this is how far you have to get. And if you get if you get there in two days, great. Then we're done. For, like, that's what you needed to get for the week. Like, so that's your benchmark. That rarely ever happened. Mm-hmm. Usually it was like a little bit every day or I'd crunch at the like I would have legit cram time as an elementary kid, <laughs> you know. And then so it would be like that. Here's the subjects you get through, you know, in one day. But right. then like fifth and sixth grade, it was like you're doing math today. And I would do math all day. And really? be like. Today I need you need to finish this book. Like read a book. I would read whole books in a day or two sometimes, and like now write an essay on it. And oh my gosh! I will, I will like, like literature. Yeah, and be like I will grade your, like not like a write a ten page essay and cite your sources. Oh yeah, like it was nothing like it was nothing like that. It was handwritten. Right. Write a page and a half at least. If you write more, great. About. The characters and what because my mom has read the books uh-huh. she would read the whole book before i would read it so she knows she'd be like you didn't read this part <laughs> you're writing about it you skimmed it she would she'd be so tactful she'd be like write about this exact like plot device in the story blah 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 uh-huh. and like to prove that i read through it and i always did i loved reading i always got through that uh-huh. kind of stuff you know i feel like it definitely changed and it got more lax as i got older because my mom and my dad would both kind of catch on and be like, you're a smart kid. You'll figure this out. And you also understand that you will suffer the consequences if you don't do the work here. Cause you're going to, you're not right. going to know it. Right. <laughs> you know, you will when real life smacks you in the face. You're going to yeah. be like, you're going to look dumb in front of your friends. I had my parents say that oh. not those exact words, but they'd be like, as a young kid, they would reason with me and be like, 
you're going to be with your friends and they're going to be talking about math or English or like this, like Alexander the Great or something. Oh, gosh. Which is a bad example because that was fairly late in our education, I feel like. But like, you know, they're going to talk about uh-huh. <laughs> like something in literature. They're going to talk about the Civil War and oh, you're going to yeah. have no idea what they're talking about and you're not going to feel smart. <laughs> and that scared me. I was like, oh, yeah. And on, and I guess I should learn these things. <laughs> yeah. But then she'd also be like, also, it's like history that's, imp- and, you know, history is important because you need to know where America came from and how you got here and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And like history that, repeats that appealed to me as a kid. I can't speak for Brad or Sarah. Brad is very, you know, Brad, he's very mm-hmm. pragmatic. He wouldn't, yeah. he wouldn't be like, yeah, but I need to know the history of America and how we got here. He'd be like, what? This book that you have from the state of Missouri, 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 the state of Missouri says I need to know X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I will learn X, Y, and Z. Done. <laughs> like, that's all it takes for Brad. For me, I needed like context yeah. to be motivated. Otherwise, I wouldn't get the work done. And they learned that. <laughs> you yeah, know? my mom. That's my mom. Just said it. You know, she would threaten me with summer vacation. <laughs> oh, really? She would be like, "Get this done, or." You work during the summer. I'm like, no. Ooh. Didn't you end up working like every summer? Pretty much. Okay. That's Almost every summer. summer. Yeah. Those I were did not school during threats. the summer, but it was like off and on. I it remember Sarah. Sparse. <laughs> Sarah and I would complain like, our parents are so hard on us. They don't even give us a summer vacation. Regular kids get summer vacation. And like, we were so stupid because we were making those complaints. I was like in the fifth or sixth, seventh grade. Uh-huh. And it was like, I got so much vacation on yeah. it, like during and not during the official school year, because my parents were really, really lenient. <laughs> <laughs> and I was making that complaint because I'd be like, it's July and I, I have to do math. My mom would be like, yeah, but you didn't do math for like the entire month of March. Like, get over <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, oh, you yes. have to catch up. <laughs> so like, Yeah. I was such a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, like for us, it'd be like, wake up, get dressed, go down into the school room. Mm-hmm. Air quotes. Again, she constructed a, a, a room. Yeah, in the we basement. had a school room, too. And they had like charts and stuff. Charts, Typical, whiteboard, like a desks. desks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it was funny because my mom would go subject to subject throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And it would be on three different levels. It would be on Jacob's grade, my grade, and Abby's grade. And but you would all do it? We all do it at the same time, and according to our grade, we would have more or less work. Wait, so if you did everything by Jacob's grade, and you and Abby weren't as good because you're not in that grade yet, you had to do more work? Well, she would like, let's let's use history for example, like, Jacob would get a test, I would get a test, and Abby would get a test. Oh, being tested on like... Separately, but not like, here's the test on the whiteboard that is in Jacob's grade. Oh, You and Abby also take it now. Mom would like, read through... (laughs) She would read gotcha. to us because yeah. she would go through, she would read us a lot of the subjects, like mm-hmm. taught very much like a classroom teacher that you mm-hmm. would see in any conventional depiction on TV or whatever. Yeah. And it would be like Christopher Columbus. And then she'd be <laughs> teaching that? us. I don't know. I hear he's evil. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she'd teach us on that. And then like Jacob would just have more questions about it. And I would have a little less than Jacob and Abby uh, would have okay. less than even me. Gotcha. And it was good because, you know, like, she did not dumb down anything ever. <laughs> Neither did my parents. And uh, it was good, too, because she didn't. My mom was also tactful about how she presented each topic because she would get be like, OK, math time. So we'd all be doing math. And then she would tell us grandpa is coming over later. Grandpa Noel, John, mm-hmm. he's coming over later and he's going to tutor you guys or whoever needs tutoring, which was me. <laughs> gotcha it was like he'd, he'd spend right. like 15 minutes with abby 15 minutes with jacob and then wow. three hours with me that is the beauty right there of homeschooling your grandfather would come over and help yeah who was a genius my grand my grandparents are both geniuses in their own right but i would not <laughs> grandpa like- <laughs> dave would never sit down you know grandpa dave yeah he would never sit down with me and teach me math or anything like that. I mean, he would. He'd be so willing. He'd give it a good old I don't try. know. that. I, I have no idea if he'd have a good idea of getting through to me as a right. kid. Right. <laughs> well, Grandpa John was 
Man was brilliant. He was a and smart patient. man. I remember. Yeah. And he, he pre- it's kind of like Ben Winfield. He would present it in a Benjamin. way that, Hey, two shout outs. <laughs> but he would like present it in a very. In a different way. Yeah. A very, yeah. A, a way that I could understand. And he was very down to earth mm-hmm. and patient. You know, I bet Ben could do that because at that time there was like 10 Winfield kids. Yeah. There's like. 14 now, 15. Is that, I don't know. I don't they know. keep I adopting. Can't, I can't keep and track. Like, I mean, God bless them for, can, they have <laughs> the ability. Yeah. So keep adopting as long as you can. Saving the world. Um, But I bet he helped teach his younger siblings a lot. Oh, because I, he I had no like doubt. several beneath him. I don't know how many. Yeah. <laughs> and he always seemed to have a very good rapport, you yeah. know, among the Winfield kids. Oh, absolutely. No animosity yeah. between them. Mm-hmm. It was very, very copacetic. Right. Unlike our families where we were Oof. all killing each other. Oh, yeah. At each other's throats. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, my grandpa would, like, teach me. In fact, I remember my parents went to Hawaii on this vacation when we were a lot younger. My parents did, too. Wait, and... no. Just my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. So, we, like, half the half the time that my parents were gone, we were at one grand, one set of grandparents' house, and the other half, we were at the other set of grandparents' house. I didn't know your house. parents went to Hawaii? Ever? Yeah. Yeah, they went there for which like, island? I don't even remember. Maui, Couldn't. maybe? I don't know. Oh. Honolulu. One of them. Honolulu's a beach. They saw right? humpback whales. Sweet. That's all I know. That's awesome. It fast and it like sparked this fascination with humpback whales ever since then. I was yeah. like, whoa. They're awesome. I get amped you. when I watch like a documentary. Oh, they're so cool. And then they come on like, yeah, segment about humpback whales. Have you seen whales before? I've uh, never seen. Oh, well, I mean, I've seen an orca at SeaWorld, but that's. Yeah, but like humpbacks in the wild. No. It'll change your life. I would love that. <laughs> I would someday. It's on my list of buckets. A list right. of buckets. It's there. You got to. It's in its own bucket. Kinds of, different kinds of <laughs> yeah. buckets. All the things I want are buckets. I have a list of buckets. Uh, that I want. Anyway. Before I die, I will get my hands on these buckets. These buckets will be mine. <laughs> For the portion that we were with uh, my mom's parents. So John and Jerry Nold. And we were with them and he was helping me with math. Uh-huh. And I was like. They were staying at our house. Like, we didn't go to their house for that oh, portion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. They came they over came and, like, over. watched yeah. you guys. Yeah. I was, like, so mad because my grandpa, who I normally only saw in increments for, like, math tutoring. I'd only mm-hmm. see in increments for, like, two to three hours or whatever. Yeah. Now I was with him all Every the time. Day. Yeah. And he was teaching me. There's and no he, escape. And he was being, yeah, he was a real trooper trying to stick with poor little ADHD oh, Chris. <sighs> and <laughs> That is a task. Phew. It's hard sticking with you now. Yeah. Well, that that night he like went upstairs, you know, whatever. What day night? was just some fateful yeah, night. Yeah, it was one fateful night. He was done. And I went through my book and I put zeros in all the spots. You little turd. And I was such a little little nugget of evil at that point. And I was like I put zeros in all the spots. Slammed my book closed and put it away. I don't what was I thinking was going to happen? I don't know. Was he there while you while you did this? No. But then, <laughs> like you just did it right in front of him. Yeah. He I'm opened. not going to stop. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do, old man? <laughs> Said the child. <laughs> Said the vulnerable, weak child. So anyway, <laughs> so he discovers it and he calls me in. He was very patient. He, had, he was a very, generally speaking, patient man. Soft-spoken. Soft-spoken, yeah. He called me in sternly and he said, you do this? <laughs> like, duh, yeah, I did it. Did you? I think I denied did you it. Sit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, and then all he did, all he did, was he just looked at me, and he had, he looked so mad. I could tell he probably wanted to smack the daylights out of me, <laughs> but he just like firmly didn't slam it on the on the table. Like, if you were my son, yeah, you better you better thank your little butt that you're not. Yeah, that you're my dear sweet Nikki's child. You're lucky you're my grandson. Otherwise. Boy. Your ass is grass. <laughs> anyway. All he did was he just kind of firmly didn't slam. He just, just put it on the table. Yeah. And he was like, and he just tossed. He, it was like kind of comedic how he just kind of tossed an eraser, one of those like little magic yeah. erasers at me. And he said, get started. <laughs> and I was like, huh? I don't know why I didn't see that coming. So you had to go through and erase all the zeros. And I put a lot in. And then the worst part happened. I sat there and I was erasing. No breaks because I filled quite a few pages in with zeros. Oh, you did multiple pages? Not just one lesson. Oh. And 
He sat, he pulled up a chair and he sat right square in front of me and he burned a hole through my head with his stare. As you erased yeah, every single one? Didn't say a word. <laughs> this is Did, amazing. He was stone cold, just straight up well, disappointed. Because you're uh, recounting it pretty vividly right yeah, now. Yeah, it worked. It burned this memory into my brain that I'll never forget. Right as I finished erasing the last zero... These are not great erasings, by the way. They're kind of poor. You could definitely see where there were zeros yeah. before because I bared down on that pencil. And <laughs> right when anger. I finished, I said, all right, I'm done. He goes, okay, now you're going to tell your parents what you did when they get home. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but you like, just had me erase the I evidence. Like, Have I not suffered enough? <laughs> so then, uh, and what he happened? followed did through. They, yeah, when did they, they get home? They were mad. How many days away was this before they got home? A good, like, five. Oh, my gosh. Maybe four, so four early, or five. Early on? Yeah. Your, and he like, was very, vacation? He's very kind and, like, good to me yeah. all the rest of the time, too. I mean, he, he was never cruel at all. I deserved my punishment. I probably deserved more than I got. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I'll never forget, like, the despair that I was like, at least I'm erasing this. You know, at least yeah. it's over. And he's like, now you're going to tell your parents. You can't erase the past. I know <laughs> and they were so mad. I probably got a spanking. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Grandpa talked. Wait, like walk me th- so that your parents came home. Was it like the first thing he was no. like? Hey, how's your vacation? By the way, your son's a little piece of sure. crap. <laughs> <laughs> he told them later on. It's like it's when they. It's like we got through like all the after he was gone or yeah. while he was still there, right well, in we, front of you. Here's how long ago this was. We picked up my parents from the airport and were waiting at the end of the jetway for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you so used to be able to pre-9/11. be like... pre-9-11. Yeah. Gotcha. So we sat there and watching airplanes. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's very amiable between me and my grandpa at yeah. this point. We're being very friendly. He's pointing out airplanes. Right. You've learned your lesson. Yeah. Or at least the first half of your lesson right. at this point. I, I forgot. I forgot about the coming judgment. And ah. So we pick him up from the airport. We take him home and everything's all hunky-dory. Such a and, false sense of security. Yeah. Then we got into the house and she, my mom goes, so how was... Or no, no. Yeah. She asked my grandpa how was education in school and stuff. First question out of your mom's mouth. Not surprised. Yeah. Nikki Lair, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and okay, I think, yeah, we had a good vacation, but how was the schooling? How how are my children? How's their brains? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how She's he, got a priority straight. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how he presented it, but he told them he was like, I well, got in trouble. He probably didn't want to. No. He probably didn't want to tell in who fact, would want to tell them. Well, I don't know. You were an annoying kid. Yeah, maybe he I was had my waiting. moments. Like, I can't wait to get this kid in trouble. His, Probably not. <laughs> yeah, my grandma, his wife, Jerry, always said, "Man, you're lucky. You're cute." <laughs> but uh, oh I was, man, I'm sure I'm gonna pay that for that. Sounds, you're lucky. You're cute. You little snot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something you say to a dog. You're lucky. And that's you're grandma cute. Jerry saying that. Yeah, that's your nice. Grandma. She was incredibly compassionate. I I was very blessed to have four terrific grandparents, yeah. but. But, uh, yeah, so they told them, and I don't, this is where my memory cuts off. I don't know from trauma or what. I, just, but I, I try to think back to that moment. You just, just hear high pitch ringing in your ears. Yeah, like a bomb went off. <laughs> this flash bang. Because I had forgotten he was going to bring it up. And I was like, oh, like, oh, shoot. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? I do is remember. It coming back? It's coming I back. I do remember. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I remember what happened. I remember. Oh, sorry. I'm having like this I'm revelation. Have to talk to your parents he didn't, about this after. He this. didn't tell them. What? That's right. He Wait, didn't. hold on. He didn't tell them? Yeah. He let me to suffer. To this day? Was, did you just confess to something I don't on know. the podcast? I don't know if my parents know about this, but here's what I think I remember you telling me about the, the erasing part before. But this is like a whole Oh my new. gosh. I just like excavated a memory. Yeah. He didn't tell them. He, what? Maybe yeah. he did. He's but like, he didn't oh, tell you that he told he them. He told them that maybe he did tell them. Did like, he take on this? The side. Did he take this to his grave? I don't know, <laughs> but he, he. That's, I remember this now. He told them like everything was fine, everything fine. Report gave him the math books, and then he like turned to me and winked. What coyly? This is like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh my gosh, yes. I forgot about this. That's why I can't remember my punishment. It didn't happen. <laughs> no wonder you're he such a screw me, up. He showed me. <laughs> he showed me nothing short of grace. Oh and my mercy. goodness! So it, I never pulled a stunt like that again. Did you though. refill out all those math problems later, like with the correct oh, answers? Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, because he took me. Because he took me back. I had to do more than my lesson. Because then he ended up telling my mom I worked ahead, which wasn't 
wasn't false. <laughs> oh my goodness. I wonder if he told them like, uh, like in private, but didn't tell you that he told them or I, this is amazing. I wish, I, I wonder if he took this to his grave. I wonder. Cause my mom then, cause now this is actually triggering you gotta find a out. different You got to talk to your parents about I this remember one time, report back. Yeah, I will <laughs> put a pin in this because I also was in that same math book later and my mom and I were like going to the next lesson and she's like, why do all these spots look messed up? Like, look, they look like they all like had zeros on them. <laughs> I don't, you're just like, I was I like, don't know. Maybe, maybe it's been in there. Maybe the last owner of this book was a, <laughs> was a little piece of crap. I guess I was kid. an idiot and thought every question was zero. <laughs> I got to tell you, mom. Despite showing my work. The last kid page. that had this book must have really wanted to try his parents' patience, but. Oh, man. I'm a better kid than that. Mom. That is so funny, man. That really that's I did not wow. expect to kind of trip on that landmine memory. I don't think right. I ever. That's when I, I was like, didn't my think like that. A wizard. <laughs> I think I. I think I might have cheated. Oh, I before cheated. on some tests and stuff, but that was later on. That might have been like seventh, eighth grade. That might have been like because at that point, like I said, I was kind of in charge of my. Like, not my education, but like I would report back to my mom, like, or my dad, you know, the teacher uh-huh. and the principal, and be like, "Hey, oh, yeah, here's my uh, report or whatever." But sometimes it would be like, "Grade yourself," which was way too much power to give me. Did you ever get that to grade is, yourself? Yes, and that is my where I made my mistakes. Yeah, my parents would be like, "Here's the book. Here's the answers. <laughs> Don't look at the answers until <laughs> you're done." And of course, I would be like, "Oh, I got that one wrong." But I got Did it right. I? <laughs> I got that one wrong, but you know, I'll let that one stay wrong. Throwing I did just this. enough truth. Wow. Yeah. We've I definitely this. did that. We've both done this. Not very much. And I felt real guilt from did this. Did you get caught? I don't think I ever got I caught. I got caught. I think I confessed. I got both. I confessed. <laughs> you were more contrite than I, I was. I, conf- I confessed a lot as a kid. I did. I cheated and I lied. But I uh-huh. always... It, the guilt built up in me and I would confess because my parents are they're still like this like not guilt trippers they just demand a certain respect and they look they looked at us like we were adults as kids sometimes and be like wow I'm going to reason with you why like I remember my mom teaching me why stealing or why like crying wolf was bad Hmm. and she made she gave me an analogy that she said, someday you will be 18 years old and you will probably still be living here, which I was. You'll still be living here and you will do something against the law or what does she say? A friend of yours will do something against the law and you'll be involved. And if you're involved and you say it wasn't me or you lie about it, but you're known to be a liar, then I won't be able to protect you basically is what she said. Basically she was like, which I know my mom would probably stand up for me if I murdered someone. She probably wouldn't even turn me in. Like she's like, loves me all of us so much. Your mother's love. But it was my mother's love, (laughs) but it was a lesson in her basically saying like, I, if I'm not there and the police are like, did you do this thing? And you say no, but they're like, yeah, well you're the kid that cries wolf. They'll send me to jail. And it was like scary. But she did it in such a tender sort of like manipulative way (laughs) (laughs) that I was like, I better tell the truth then, Mm -hmm. you know, because looking back, what a ridiculous scenario. What cop would be like, oh, you're that kid who cries wolf. I know you're (laughs) Jordan Harms. You're that kid that said there was a wolf and there wasn't a wolf. And I know that you're known to be a liar. So I'm going to make a judgment call here and say you're getting locked up. A ragamuffin, like <laughs> that. No cop is gonna recognize me or no, like that's stupid. But the point was, like, tell the truth, and the more you lie, the more people will recognize you as a liar, and that's not the reputation you want. And like, I was like six, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want that reputation, so I would lie and cheat, but then I that would like resonate in my mind. I'd be like, ah, I can't, I can't be, I can't be that person. I gotta, I gotta come clean, and like, I would come clean. So often because I was good at lying, but then I'd be like, I need to, I need to, 
confess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would literally be like, mother, father. Like, I would wait till my dad was home. This is me as a kid. Like, Holy smoke. Like, living in South County. Cool. Before I even moved here. What were I was, you? I would be like, I need to tell you guys about something I did. And then I would break into tears because I'm so emotional. Huh. And they'd be like, what? Why are you crying? Stop. I'd be like, I did this <laughs> thing. And I remember you asked me if I did. I did, I did do it. It was me. And I'd be like, well, I'm glad you told us. And that was very mature of you to tell us. And we forgive you. You're also grounded for a week. <laughs> the consequences still came. And I was always confused by that. I was like, come on. <laughs> Look but at I me. Confess. I'm the bigger man here. <laughs> what do you mean, no Nintendo? What do you mean, no Game Boy? This is ridiculous as I tapped my candy cigarette. <laughs> that was my parents punishing me. I got spanked, but were not you as like often. a pinstripe suit? Yeah. And they were like... <laughs> Clap me in chains and <laughs> cart you into the car, the paddy wagon. Here's your, here's, here's your pickaxe. Get to wake. Oh, you low life. Get to wake. Those are our day to day lives as homeschoolers. We were taught in our homes and it was strict. Mm-hmm. So, high school. 